It's Saturday, March 26th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Russia said it was refocusing its mission in Ukraine on the country's east, a shift from its initial attempt to capture the capital Kiev and large areas of the country after meeting relentless resistance and suffering heavy losses. The military pivot came as Moscow more than doubled the tally of its service members killed since its invasion, and as President Biden traveled to Poland signaling U.S. support for Ukraine in the form of high-tech weaponry. Mr. Biden also met with troops and with Poland's president a day after a NATO summit at which members pledged further military backing of Ukraine. In announcing the shift in Russia's plans, Sergei Rudskoy, head of the Russian General Staff's main operational department, said, Our forces and resources will focus on the primary objective, full liberation of the Donbass. Parts of the Donbass region on the eastern border with Russia have for years been controlled by pro-Moscow separatists who have voiced wider territorial ambitions in the region. Meanwhile, the U.S. is ramping up shipments of liquefied natural gas to Europe this year as the continent mounts a worldwide hunt for new supplies to phase out its reliance on Russian energy after the invasion of Ukraine. The globe-spanning effort to wean Europe off Russian energy supplies was at the center of President Biden's summit with European Union leaders this week in Brussels. The U.S. aims to ship 50 billion cubic meters of LNG to Europe annually through at least 2030, officials said Friday, making up for about a third of the gas the EU receives from Russia. The European Union imported a record 22 billion cubic meters of LNG from the U.S. last year. The boost in U.S. gas deliveries goes only part of the way in covering the shortfall Europe faces in turning away from Russian gas. Officials across the continent are racing to sign new contracts with producers in the Middle East and Africa before next winter. Back in the U.S., the Supreme Court sided with the Biden administration Friday in a dispute with Navy personnel who defied orders to vaccinate against COVID-19 on religious grounds. Three conservative justices dissented. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin added COVID-19 to the mandatory inoculation list for service members in August after the FDA gave final approval to the first vaccine against the novel coronavirus. As with other mandatory vaccines, service members can request exemptions for medical, religious, and other reasons, but those filed by 35 members of the Naval Special Warfare Command, including some two dozen commandos known as SEALs, were denied. The service members sued, asserting religious exercise rights under federal law, and in January, a federal district judge in Fort Worth, Texas, issued a preliminary order preventing the Pentagon from taking action against the personnel. While litigation continues, Friday's unsigned order from the court restores the Navy's power to consider vaccination status when making deployment, assignment, and other operational decisions regarding the service members. In other news, a Saudi-led coalition fighting Iran-backed Houthi rebels in Yemen unleashed a barrage of airstrikes on the capital and a strategic Red Sea city, officials said Saturday. At least seven people were killed. The overnight airstrikes on Sana and Hodeida, both held by the Houthis, came a day after the rebels attacked an oil depot in the Saudi city of Jeddah, their highest-profile assault yet on the kingdom. Brigadier General Turki al-Malki, a spokesman for the Saudi-led coalition, said the strikes targeted sources of threat to Saudi Arabia, according to the state-run Saudi press agency.
He said the coalition intercepted and destroyed two explosives-laden drones early Saturday. According to Houthi media, the coalition airstrikes hit a power plant, a fuel supply station, and the state-run social insurance office in the capital. And St. Peter's, the number 15 seed that has authored a Cinderella story unlike any other, continued its magical ride through the NCAA tournament. It advanced to the Elite Eight with a 67-64 victory over Purdue. The Peacocks will take on more college basketball royalty in North Carolina on Sunday with a trip to the Final Four on the line. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com.